0: Howdy everyone, uh, we are happy to be here with y'all again, and we've got a great guest today. Uh, I, I think it's interesting, our guest, because he is a European, uh, Scott, living in Texas, and Barrett, and you and I are two Texans living in Europe, and I've been to Edinburgh, where where, where Callum is from, it's a great city, one of, one of my favorite places in the world. Um, so, uh, Callum Lindsay is here with us. He's a, a pa- pastor of prayer and Alpha at Highland Park Pres. Also, uh, is it Alpha City Hub Director? Mm-hmm. Um, is, yeah. is that church, correct?
1: Yep, yeah, Hub yeah. Church Director. Mm-hmm.
0: And and uh, also, you, you, you were on staff for a while at the uh, Alpha kind of center, uh, Holy mm-hmm. Trinity Brompton as well, is, am I correct in, That's right. in introducing That's you brilliant. that way? Yeah. That's and a, a wife, a daughter, yeah. another, another one on the way. Absolutely.
1: Yep. And, 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 uh, parent, parent to a, a yellow Labrador. Yeah. And a called yellow, okay, called nice. Roddy. Yeah. Very important. Nice.
0: Well, thanks for being here with us, Callum. We, we Thank appreciate it. Thank you so much. It's and great. So,
1: it's great so to be so let's,
0: here. Let's start off with something really important. Uh, something I'm fascinated by and I Excellent. love, uh, haggis. Oh, uh, I wasn't so, sure
1: whether you're going malt whiskey yeah. or haggis. I, <laughs> well, I, 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 I can well,
0: go and, in any direction. It, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and well, and, and a good haggis is always. Uh, I
1: mean, it, it's with a good single malt. So yes, I mean, it's always enhanced by so. Um, it's, what, what what can I what can I say? I mean, it's the original boil in the bag. Remember boil in the bag <laughs> when we were growing up? That was that was it was the in thing before you know supermarket meals. But it was boil in the bag. And haggis was the original boil-in-the-bag. Originally, it was the sheep's stomach, yeah. and um, yeah, it's. I mean, I mean, I'm gutted because they're not allowed to make haggis in America. Yeah, there's, yeah there's, it's, there it's there there, there are regulations that that you can't use. You parts. can't make
2: haggis in America, not the not, like not, the not prescripted not did, way. No, because there are
1: certain parts. I think it's. I don't know why it's the sheep's heart or liver that you're not allowed to use. Um, and you're not allowed, uh, allowed to use stuff. the really yeah or it's it's the stomach line i think it's the bits of the stomach that's what you're not allowed to use you're allowed to use the heart and the liver but not the the stomach
2: yeah so you have to do like an artificial stomach then you
1: have to do an artificial i mean most of the haggis in scotland now use plastic bags um, instead of stomach so that's fine but really haggis is 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 like a sausage it's any other sausage that you 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 have and it is and for some, I don't know how it became Scotland's national dish, but it became well used because what most of what's in it, and a lot of the bulk, is oatmeal. And oatmeal is, you know, oats are one of the, the sort of Scots staples, and it's one of the cereal crops that can actually grow in the in the wet hinterlands of Scotland. So.
2: <laughs> I think the the hinterlands of Scotland and the 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 countryside of Sweden Shiro, have a lot in common. Yes. Um, that I was watching a history of uh food in or Swedish cuisine. And someone asked this person, well, what is Swedish cuisine historically? And the woman was like, oatmeal. Like we just, we just ate oatmeal and berries. Like, that's yeah. it. That's all we had. they <laughs> are like, Oh, that's just incredibly depressing. Yeah. You speak of an out now talk about an outlawed food. So yes. when Sweden joined the EU, they had to get special permission to keep one of their what's kind of considered a national dish, even though no one eats it. And I'll get to that point in a second. But it's called Sus Strumming, which is like sour uh soured um uh, it's decaying. Um, what is strumming? Um, anyway, uh fish. Mm-hmm. I can't think of the uh, word it's for strumming. Yeah, it's it's uh yeah. So you you if you open herring. it yeah, herring, yeah, yeah. yeah. So if yeah. you open it up. In um, in indoors, you will throw up. It puts off this god awful smell, and the taste is much better than the smell. But it will make you literally. Everyone knows you open this outdoors, and there are videos online of people opening it indoors and just and it'll stick. It'll stick in your house, so it just completely decays. Well, so I was watching this episode of um, uh, Chef and the Table, one of the first seasons, and they had a Swedish chef on there, um. Uh, who's a chef way up north. And he was talking, he then got to talk on Google about uh, Swedish cuisine. And he said, actually, if you look at what a Swedish dish is, like a Swedish cuisine today, the most prepared food in Sweden, tacos. (laughs) And he said, and not only that, all of the ingredients that we make in Sweden is actually or that we use to make tacos in Sweden is actually produced in Sweden. So it is the most purely Swedish food that we have today. Tacos. Yeah, there you go. So now on that crushing morosity, <laughs> let, let's talk about Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, but, but I, haggis, I would just... haggis
1: is great. And so yeah. We, yeah. People, <laughs> people, and it's a bit like, I mean, uh, have you heard of been to uh, uh, Singapore and durian fruit? Have you heard yeah, of that? Yeah. Which yeah, yeah. it's forbidden. It's yeah. like you, no yeah. signs on the underground. But haggis is not like that. It's actually, no. if you like sausages yeah. or sausage meat, it is wonderful and it's so yeah. tasty. So wonderful, and it's like any good sausage—you have a good butcher, you have an amazing haggis. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's—I I agree. It is—it is one of the great things in life, I think. And, Hag- and it a, a makes a want to worship Jesus, definitely. Yeah, it, it does. It shows that God loves us. And yeah. and once once the best for us. my when we went Edinburgh with my family, I you know I had haggis before, and and, and so yeah, we, Garrett, the first we were I'm, there,
1: can can we do some education here just before we start? Yeah, <laughs> sure,
0: sure, sure, of course. Sorry, I'm probably saying Edinburgh, Edinburgh.
1: No, no oh whoa, whoa. you see edinburgh
0: edinburgh edinburgh, edinburgh. okay so when we went to edinburgh it. when we went to edinburgh the the first night we went to this place called the whiskey rooms and and i got oh, a, 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 a haggis and i only got to eat a little bit because my two of my kids and my wife tried it and they loved it too so we had to go back a few days later and Make sure everyone got a, their own haggis because I kind of felt ripped off. So it's it, it is it's an it's an incredible incredible uh, dish. I I love it. So if you you, you know Barrett you need to get yourself to Scotland. I, and
2: I have never actually myself. had haggis, and I you would I, like it. I think that my life is the poorer for it.
0: Yeah, you would you would love it.
2: I'm I'm a fan of any kind of sausage. Let's just yeah. be honest. Sausage yeah, is just fantastic. It is, yeah. It's good stuff.
0: All right. Well Jesus. then, okay. So another <laughs> another thing I love, another thing I love that comes from the United Kingdom is Alpha and uh yeah. I think this would be a, a good segue into Jesus. Um
2: nailed
0: Callum, that transition. You, uh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh Callum, you've been how so how long have you worked or been in and around Alpha? Give us a little your background, your history with with Alpha.
1: I've been in and around Alpha for 25 years. Wow. I, I was a, I, I didn't grow up in a Christian home. Um, um, we'd go to church occasionally you know Christmas and Easter and I would go to church with my uncle and um, and then you know I, I can go back over that story but you know got christened of my own accord when I was nine. And it was then churchianity wasn't really, what and then came to university in Edinburgh, 19, uh one, ninety two, and uh, suddenly arrived and hadn't really thought about church or gone to church or even, I certainly didn't want to think about church or God or anything, you know, I was university was where i wasn't i was pretty square kid in uh, high school and university i could tell was going to be my time like when i was going to be parties girls you know just the, the the high life and uh so i arrived and then after my even after my first term i suddenly found out that a whole bunch of the people that were around and the, the even some of the prettiest girls um but and the, some of the people who were just the most easy not easy to talk to but they were but but just who had something about them and 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 a confidence but a but a care about how they were with other people didn't matter who they were whether they were the cool people or the not cool people or anything there was just a something about them that was really and most of them were christians Mm. and i couldn't that that started me thinking and, and me and a friend Pete, you know, he, we, he, we were both in similar situations of we started, you know, getting it we, we both I think it started sort of questioning things and then we got I I started getting invited to various evangelistic events and after about a year of that, I I finally thought, okay, I'm gonna try. And then somebody said, why don't you try Alpha? And My friend Pete had just done Alpha the term before. Term before it was the first one, of the first Alpha courses in Scotland, in it was in Edinburgh, and uh, he 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 had been filled with the Holy Spirit. He he had just suddenly everything that was in his head and he was wrestling with. He you could he he started a relationship with God, and I, mm-hmm. you could I could see it as his best friend flatmate. Something changed, and and so for me, I was I'd sort of been wrestling with God. I've been trying to run away from God. The whole hand of heaven thing was very much how I felt about God at the time. Um, but I went on Alpha and I can't remember anything from my first Alpha. I remember my host. I remember maybe one of the talks, but I was so relieved I'd made a decision that I was going to start, that I'd become a Christian. But I, I hope that that was all I had to do. I just, and then it would go away. But then I got invited <laughs> back as a helper, as mm-hmm. Alpha. If, if any of you've been involved with Alpha, even if, somebody doesn't know they're a christian you invite them back as a helper because they're the best people to help others have conversations about faith and that was like it was was drinking from a fire hydrant as an overused uh, analogy but it was it was like that i remember every time i hear the alpha talks now i can remember where i was and hearing that those illustrations for the first time and it was that was really how i got involved in in finding out about Jesus and knowing who the Holy Spirit is and that God wants to be with us and use us and we just had today I was helping with Alpha today and this morning when we did um, you know how does God guide us that talk like I I remember it, I listening to it and I remember at first time hearing it and going wow just the mind-blowing joy of, of realizing God wants to guide us and help us through our life and anyway so I came to faith and that was that was the beginning of my life with with god and then really alpha has been around me ever since so i was at university then sort of got involved in leadership in alpha and then got became a wor- worship leader at the church and then moved away went and worked on yachts in the caribbean and the med for a while Came, moved to london thought okay time to be in london for while i'm young free and single and then um and started i really wanted to go to i've been part of a big city center student church didn't want to go to a big church but I went to HDB because I had some friends there, um, Holy Trinity Bompton in London, where Alpha started. And uh, God seemed to have in other ideas. And every every time I went, Sandy Miller, who was the vicar at the time, preached a read your mail sermon. And it was like, <laughs> okay, okay, God, I'll be here. And uh, so I was there for eight years. And first four I was working in IT in the city, and then the second the second four I was on staff, but but involved in just about everything you could be. Uh, at HCB, and then second four I was I was on staff helping with prayer and helping prayer and worship, and so how how praying for the church, but also helping with some um, conferences through Europe and and around the UK about the importance of prayer and, and prayer activity in, in the church. So so yeah, I've been involved with Alpha, and then when I came here to to Texas, um, we moved because my wife's job, and then it was actually through amazing bunch of connections with Alpha USA, they, Brian Dunnigan, who's the senior pastor at the church here at Harman Park Press. he had been over to London and he was looking to, he knew that they wanted something like Alpha to a place where friends can invite friends to explore faith, where there's no pressure, no charge, no follow-up, and that any, no question is off the table and that you can say as much or as little as you want. And to, wanting to create a place that that could happen for this church. And so, and so Alpha USA had known that Brian was wanting to do something. And so when they heard that I was coming to Dallas, they said, I think maybe you've, here's somebody that you might want to see if you can start Alpha. So that's
2: what I did. So, so
1: I've been- How like, many uh, Alphas
2: have you done at, at, at uh, Highland Park President?
1: Um, we've been going for, so I think we're on a 10th or 12th now. Okay. Yeah and um it's great it's great so you know of course when lockdown happened we went we sort of were at the towards the end of our one of our courses but then when you know that after easter last year we had our largest alpha ever really wow because because people had nothing to do and that's um it was incredible we had we had um uh nine nine groups in the it was I think it was nine groups in the evening and two two three groups in the morning in
2: Wow the morning.
1: and and alpha groups and online it definitely helps to have them slightly smaller because mm-hmm. especially if you want to like zoom, we're on zoom now it's so so much easier to have everybody on the screen and say have nine at the most just so that you can see people a bit more and otherwise it's a bit jumpy so so, yeah.
2: so do you feel like you're when you had to pivot online? do you feel like that you guys are gaining or losing things or are there trade-offs? Are there, uh, I guess the first question is, is one better over the other? And then what are the qualitative differences that you feel?
1: I don't think one's better than the other. I, mm-hmm. I what I bought but what I do see is, um, you know, for usual alpha, you know, and if, if you've heard Nicky Gumbel has been doing lots of podcasts recently, you'll hear him go, I was, I've been wrong about many things when online alpha was one of them. And he, he you can hear him say that multiple times. <laughs> um, and, and I always sort of had stayed away from it, partly for the same reasons because I'd been at HDB, I'd sort of, Nicky was my boss. I sort of, I must've imbued some of that, um, just not wanting to go there. And, um, of course, you miss the in person, just the getting to know people, and and um, just the, the, the that those con- that catching up and the con- the beforehand, and especially afterwards. And uh, you know, in London or in Edinburgh, and it, it's hard, It's been harder here, but I've been still trying to find a place that we can then. It's an easy walk to go to the pub afterwards. Um, but when when it's worked, that's been so good. We've been to in a pub or a coffee shop near bo by and just being able to have those conversations that happen after alpha are yeah. some of the best ones. Yeah. And that's what you lose on it online. You miss not having food. Food is so important. That definitely draws people, but also there's something sacramental about eating as we just <laughs> were talking about earlier. Yeah. So you miss that. You miss the being able to tell as much body language. That's the hard thing with Zoom. Um and you can start to tell, but on the other side, the the pros for for Alpha Online, we in our um, in that one after Easter, we had people from we had five different states represented. Oh wow! On our Alpha Online, because wow. friends were able to invite their friends wherever they were in the country. Yeah, and that that is just so, because so many of our of people's. Um, Networks and friendships are online, are, are online. They, they, you know, my best best mate, who was our best man, he's he's in Cheltenham in, in Gloucestershire in England. You know, we don't get to talk to each other as much as we should, but we're, we, you know, that that relationship is is one on one. One of my, my great friends, my sister, and my great friends, she she lives in Brussels. You know, and I I suddenly realized I can invite her to Alpha. Yeah. Um, in a way that I've never been able to. So that is a huge one. Two, there's not the hassle of leaving your house and having to find something. It's it's easy if people have kids. We moved it slightly later. We moved it to 7.30 rather than 7, just so that people, you know, if they had kids, they could either put them down slightly earlier or just so that they'd be able to come on. Um, and so I think that just the ease of being able to get there, and certainly in lockdown, it was, you know, you. There's no way you could do anything. And then, um, but I also think people, because they're more comfortable in that way, and this other friends who are running off online, they reckon that the conversation goes deeper, quicker. Mm, and partly because because there's, there's less risk.
0: Mm.
1: And partly because they're used to this format. You know, if they've been in Zoom, probably, you know, if you're like, if they're like most people, they've been in Zoom for their yeah. meetings for for the rest of the day. But but that's what's wonderful about Alpha Online that it is. Then you're talking about real things, and you're talking about matters of the heart, which actually most of the time you're not doing on Zoom. And there there, there is this sense of connection and um, getting to know people that that actually that's why Alpha Online I think can be really great. Mm. So anyway that's 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 my
2: beginning do, ones. But. Do you do you feel like uh, for those who become believers um so part of <clears throat> part of I think I would imagine that those who become believers through through alpha and the, let's say the the what has been the typical way so the face to face group yes. meetings part of what gets formed is community and connection yes, to that church. Exactly. If if you're doing it I mean you've got five states what what's the how are you guys looking at how do we get these people involved with the local church and connected to local people to build that trust that otherwise would be happening in an alpha group? Uh, Yeah,
1: that's, it's a great question. And I don't think I've been, I've done enough on that. There's one girl that she came to faith on the one um, just before lockdown um, and then was a helper. And then she actually Flew back to Canada. She was in Dallas and then flew back to Canada. And I I did some work trying to help her get connected with a church in Vancouver. Um, and just knowing that because she really didn't know any other Christians. Yeah. Yeah. And whereas most of the other people have some sort of connection to a local church. And I try and ask, make sure that the hosts investigate that. But we haven't, I think, that's a great question. And I don't, I haven't got a good answer and I've got a lot further to go on.
2: I think here in, it, 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 the, would, it seems like it might be hard to uh, at the moment because not a lot of churches aren't necessarily meeting in person and stuff. So it's hard to get them connected to a local church when that's yeah. not, but in the future that should go away. That that
1: should go away. But I, I do think in inviting them. So on the last talk, what I do, what I've, and I'm doing on this one is inviting um, our director of connections uh, mm. for the church to just say, "Hey, you know, you may not, you know, know where you're at at the moment. You you may not even be living in this in in Dallas, but you know, certainly from the, the point of view of our church, you know, if you you don't have to sort of become a Christian or sort of have everything worked out in order to come along to church, and we'd love to help you, you know, in any way that you can, or if you want to come and visit." You know, and I think that's what I tend to say to people. If you ever do want to visit, or you want to watch online, or do another course, you know, it would be a great thing to do. We're going to do the twenty four seven prayer course um, after Easter. And that's partly because I'm director of prayer as well, <laughs> I'm pastor of prayer, and um, and and I I realize how how much we need to demystify prayer mm. and um for a lot of people in our church, especially people who've been, you know, lots of people. doesn't matter how 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 long they've been Christians, prayer is one of those areas, but just helping people realize that prayer isn't part of a relationship. It's not just that thing that owes oh, some specialist do, but prayer is our relationship with God. Yeah. Uh, I heard a great talk the other day, um, Mayam uh, just saying, you know, um Swanson as she is now, you know, just saying prayer is the ultimate end of every alpha course is because is you, what you're wanting to do is for every person who comes on alpha to discover that they can really, they can be with God and they can, they can have an intimate relationship with God and pray. And so that's anyway, uh, so I'm thinking of doing that. And hopefully that might be able to bring, invite a few people who are still skeptical, but wondering, you know, making some steps,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, but it's, uh, it's a great question. The, tr- the it, alpha, this, the, t- the crossover from alpha into church is always the hardest it's yeah. every church I've, I've been part of every denomination that i've i've talked to and been about it's the hardest thing yeah. but and it's not to say that alpha is wrong for that it's just but because we do need that sort of front porch you know in the people in the south like to call it you know that front por- alpha being the front porch where you, there's no you're not going inside you're just but you're able to hang out and see what's going on or the shallow end of the swimming pool is in a way that other people do. we we the church is especially in the u.s we desperately need to create places for that mm-hmm. um and especially for the de-churched alpha you know i was reading an alan hirsch um article and he was sort of. Saying actually, Alpha is not that good with with the with the totally unchurched. I think, and and still, there's you know there's so much growth, and I, I think that's true. We with this that we have to realize that there's so much more that people will have to learn, and ultimately, Alpha should never run on its own. Alpha always has to be in context with one on one. Uh, friendship and getting to know people and having conversations about faith and, or even just seeing, like I did when I was at university, seeing that something different about you and the way that you talk about suffering or the way that you talk about your family, the way you, that one-on-one is so important. And there's, there's a need for proclamation. There's a need for, you know, (laughs) the Tim Keller talks, the Billy Graham's, or whatever. There's a need for that. And, um, but there's a, but having a place where people can come with, and explore with other people is so important. Mm. Um, but how how you help them move? I mean, certainly for those. So there's one guy on our course at the moment. He's hosting this now, a, a group on this this one. He he came he came on the two alphas ago, and he was only just sort of coming to faith. Mm. He, he his mom had had cancer and died. He was who's back in Australia. He's over here. He started coming to church with his girlfriend's family and 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 he's he's uh he's an aussie bloke so you know he's great just um a really lovely guy and he just but it's been amazing to watch him so he but you invite him i invited him to be be on on the team and he he felt he knew nothing and to some extent he, he dealt, may have done no nothing but hearing the way that he posts and just just the way that he frames the questions even if he's i know he's reading them off the sheet that i gave him hearing how he says it and how, just his tone and way he does it it's just brilliant mm-hmm. and he prayed um he pray, we prayed we did the practice practicing sort of teaching for prayer on the for the before the holy spirit day that we had this last day we can his prayer praying come holy spirit for and practicing and praying for others I was I was crying. He wasn't even praying for me. <laughs> I was crying because I could I could sense his need and his openness and just go god that is incredible. Mm-hmm. And so he's 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 taken that journey in and that's the best place when Alpha works and that's how you yeah. do do it is where you invite people back into the team. Yeah. But how the other places to to get people onto on ramps and whether that's marriage courses or whether that's recovery courses or whatever it is. We all we, we need so many other places that people if they're not ready yet to can, can
0: go. Um it's it's always a challenge. Mm-hmm. Um tell so, them what one what, what no no this is great. One 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 connection that you know we 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 have several connections but another one is uh and one of the reasons we got involved my wife and I and still uh we use alpha in, in campus ministry in Spain. Uh but you know z my wife z was also helped got to run some alpha courses in highland park a lot a long long time ago absolutely uh,
1: I, I was and that was that was a huge help because some p- people knew of what you had done and and it what it was a, i was hugely thankful you know and okay I, I, good, I, I, good, good. definitely no no it, <laughs> it was amazing and yeah that we, we had that connection of of hmm. alpha and the, and it almost wasn't quite the right time, and also as so you moved on, and so I don't think that she she was probably the driving force of you guys sort of driving that. But I think the church and the city is actually in a place where it Alpha is definitely right for it now. Yeah, but that's I'm bad. so that's... thankful I came. I, we we definitely and the rest of the church the the fact they knew a little bit about Alpha. Um,
0: that's some history. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Sorry, I'm I'm jumping in. No, no, that's great. I, I,
0: the uh, I think what what was always amazing is I've seen so many people's lives changed by Jesus, but through Alpha, and so you touched on some of those. But I'm I'm interested in in you being in in this the in the in the Alpha game uh, for a long time. What I mean, you, you said a few things that were really key, but uh, for someone who is is not really familiar with Alpha, what would you say are the kind of the, the key distinctives that make it an effective? evangelistic tool because uh, I, I i mean i think you could say that in the last 30 20 30 years it has been one of the most effective evangelist, evangelistic tools in the world not maybe not we wouldn't necessarily say the most but it's definitely been one of the, the most it's all over the world it's touched millions of people's lives when you when you go to london it's kind of just part of the the backdrop of the city now i've noticed when i've been in london it's it's Alpha's kind of part of yeah. london even yeah.
1: Well the I mean and, and it is amazing with the with the with the advertising things in, in London, you know, the brand awareness of alpha in the UK is something like sixty percent. I mean, that's stuff that, wow. that Nike Nike and people like that pay millions and yeah. millions and you know, billions a year to 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 have that sort of percentage of, of brand awareness. Um but everybody knows that uh, Alpha, that the 60% of p- adults in, in the UK know that Alpha is a course for people wanting to explore the Christian faith, wow. which is, to, and that is, and that's why, you know, <laughs> um, it's such a joy, you know, that, that everybody, the churches in the UK, and that's what I'm, you know, it's hard in Dallas, which is such a churchy city, you know, and but I I realized that, you um, there there's such a need and what you asked about the distinctives and i okay there there are there are a, a number of um there are a number of things is because alpha is just in some respects it's just you know a bunch of videos or content if you like uh, that or a course but really it's the culture behind this course, which is, is, is the most, is the secret source, if you like, is the, is, and ultimately it's, it is the, is how, is why it can be effective. And the most, uh, there are a number of things I'm just going to, it's not going to be in order. um, first thing is hospitality, you know, that the, we have to up our hospitality game, um, with with alpha and it doesn't matter whether you're online and you're just you know how you welcome people when they first come in you you, you have to you the best alpha hosts are not the ones who have the theological degrees or the ones that that, that know all the answers in fact the evangelists have a frothing at the mouth evangelist on alpha they'll scare yeah. people away because they're wanting to close the deal all the time and yeah. the whole point about alpha is that you're creating a place that. People can belong before they believe. So often, you know, you you'll you'll have heard this, and I know Crude does it, but you know, so often in in the Western church, you've been made to that you have to behave a certain way, and believe certain things, and then you can belong. But actually, the whole thing with Alpha is that we want to create a, a, an create a whole church culture that people can belong. And then when, when they feel that they, can, they, they belong and they've, they've got friends, then then they can, they'll start to see and, and understand who Jesus is and they'll, they'll believe. And when they believe and, and they're, they're filled with the Holy Spirit, that's when they'll, they'll change their behaviors and, and, and live a different way. So that, but the hospitality, like John Wember, I think, said people will come to church for, for, for a multitude of different reasons, but they'll stay for only one. And that's if they make friends. And so the the welcome that that friendship, just being welcoming to people, so having good people to to who who like people, that hospitality is 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 one. The second is is listening and listening leaders, listening of of conversation and that good conversation is so important because so often we've um, the church has taken up a Apologetics, categorical model, but good apologetics actually is what Alpha is. It's, it's conversation. It's listening. It's it's not trying to win an argument. Um, in the Alpha training videos, if you if anybody listening gets to do do that, there's a one of the lines that I I repeat to all of my t- team every single time, where Nikki says it's um, we need to win the person and not the argument. If you win the argument, you'll probably never see them again. Yeah. But if you win the person, they'll come back next week and they'll hear the gospel and they'll have conversations and they they can ask all the questions and challenge everybody. That's okay. But we've won the person, and um, and even if they never become a Christian, the way they talk about Alpha and the way they talk about Christians will have a radical impact on somebody else who who may come to faith because of that. So, but that li- the listening. And actually, because the whole point about alphas, you gather—that's the hospitality bit. You listen to a fantastic talk, which is and it builds on one another of just the, the the very basics of the Christian faith, and that's where we say what we believe. But then the talk, the discussion, is is not trying to get them to think right. It's about how, getting them to to express and to to draw out what they are thinking about what they've just heard, and. This is the bit that I think I just again and again and again and again and again, I have to reinforce to the team because unless if we come out and say, no, you're wrong, if somebody says, I think Jesus was a blue spotty alien, you know, and um, and actually wasn't a real human being, we go, wow, that's a really interesting concept. Um, Thank you so much for sharing. What does anyone else think? if I'd gone, how, you know, how dare you, or you, you, if you'd said that, and I, I've, I remember um, about Jesus's death. I remember, I remember in a, in an alpha in London, and there was a girl who came, I don't think she'd ever been to, really been to church, um, but she had, she came with her friends, and she, when we were talking about Jesus on week two, I think it was, and that Jesus, Died, and then I think in week three she, we we talked uh, talked about it. But she just said, you know, Jesus is no way that you know Jesus. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't really. Yeah, he didn't really. I can't. I, it's, she thought he existed, but he was totally different to what the scripture said. We just said, oh, and th- tell us more. Say say more. What we think is so good to hear. You know, different concepts of who Jesus is. I remember in week five somebody else said almost the same as what she had said in week two. And she said, no, no, no. Remember a week that talk that Nikki said, no, that, cause that couldn't possibly happen, you know, because, because the evidence is there. And I, I said nothing, <laughs> but she, yeah. because she, she put it out there and because we haven't, if I'd sort of tried to force the door, for, you know, if I was on the port and trying to force the door and change it, she would have just put the door shut. But she was then able to walk, you know, to, to to come through and and she was able to hear what she was saying and match it to what she was hearing in these videos. And she was just going, oh, I was, I was, and, but rather than telling her she was, she was able to do that for herself. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's a tiny illustration of that. Listening is so mm-hmm. important. Sorry, I'm.
0: No, that's. that's I've
1: got wrong, but. I think that's the Great. thing that we keep on having to come back to.
0: Yeah,
2: mm.
1: but very uh, other, otherwise, there's an expectation that people will meet God the the Holy Spirit Day or the the Alpha Day in as we call it on, online. Whereas there's they get to ex- hear hear about who the Holy Spirit is, um, and the, and to to realize um, to hear about how the realities, but also and to maybe experience the God's love for them. And that, that it leads them to an expectation that God wants a relationship with them, and mm. that that so that weekend <clears throat> time, and I think even all the way through the course, there's, it it leads people whether they become a Christian or not or wherever they go. But they it leads them to a place that they can they can't leave Alpha without realizing that the Christian faith is that there's a sense that God has an expectation yeah. to have a relationship with them, and that expectation that God is going to meet people is also, I think, is a critical part for the team and for whoever else. And I, I know for crew teams or wh- whoever you are, if you don't have that expectation that people are gonna meet Jesus or find Jesus or think he's the most beautiful, wonderful person ever, then then, then actually it doesn't happen. And, and so raising that faith and praying into that, prayer is another aspect. That's what I say of, of Alpha is so important. So those are some of the little things. And you can... And I've,
0: I've, I've gone I, into. No, I think that's, that's one thing, you know, I think Barrett and I, we talk a lot about evangelism because that's, that's what we spend a lot of our time doing and thinking about. And I think those are, those, those are some of the things we're seeing a lot of people begin to really wrestle with the kind of, for particularly in more, you know, kind of traditional evangelical communities of trying to make that shift from, uh, you know, kind of dialogical, like, I'll tell you what to think to now, you um, in the in, in kind of in a postmodern world, uh to this need to listen. Well, and I think you know, if you if you look at Jesus and when he shared you know he did so he did preach so we know he but most of his interactions were people were him asking questions and kind of he was obviously he's kind of a master. He would have been he'd be like the master alpha He's the uh, Jedi, Ultimate, alpha
2: yeah.
1: Je- alpha for alpha alpha hosts. Because yeah. we call them he just, hosts, not leaders. Yeah, and stuff. Okay, yeah so no, he's, yeah, no. he's
2: not he's not just the alpha. He's the omega he, he, as well. He is, right? the omega. <laughs> he, is, he is the alpha and yeah. the omega, and
1: uh, he he just he he nails it. So um, yes, um, so
0: I think I think we we just really feel like those are just some of the key key things that we're seeing more and more. Um, so it's, it's, it's good. Well, yeah, I,
2: I I mean, I, I think it's interesting Colin, because everything that you're hitting on, if I, we, we have alpha courses and my church does alpha, uh, here in Sweden and have definitely seen people come to Christ through it. Um, I, you know, it's interesting because everything that in the success that any modicum of success that we've had in Sweden, uh, or seeing if people come to Christ success is faithfulness. So not, uh. Necessarily, the number of people, but when when we see people come to Christ, all of those elements that you uh, pointed out, those are the elements that we find need to be there. So there needs to be a relationship. They need to feel like they belong. They need to have interaction with with a good number of Christians who they begin to trust and see their viewpoint, but also their viewpoint needs to be uh, tolerated and valued. Um, so Respect. not And yeah, there needs to be respect there. Exactly. And, and so all of those things in definitely prayer. Um, It's it's funny how many times here in Sweden, we've had people who on the first meeting we'll have with them, these would be one on one meetings, you know, we'll say, well, I'm an atheist. And, um, and a few weeks later, they'll make a comment like, well, I mean, I'm, I believe in God and and it's like out of nowhere this happens you're like wait a second i don't know when that happened <laughs> and then there's this transition period into and part of it is so what we find and i I'd, I'd be curious to hear your hear your thoughts on this in postmodern secular post-christian cultures that we live in for unchurched or dechurched people what I find is that there is not a plausibility structure is what Keller would call it. I call it, there's not folders for God. They don't, they don't have an ability to make sense of. So whereas we could have gone in in the past and just come in with the message of, or a truncated gospel, a creedal gospel, uh, and people would have gone, okay, yeah, that makes sense. We can no longer do that. And so we need to put, we need to put texture to the gospel where we didn't need the texture before. And so it seems to me what, what, alpha does is it helps to fill those folders with not just information but with texture apologetics is information but it's not texture and that seems to me something that 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 you know alpha seems to do so
1: yeah and i I, because there's so many great courses i mean alpha isn't the only way it's just and that's why i think alpha it's the it's the ingredients which you put alongside alpha That's so important, Um, and yeah, I'd I'd agree that in you can't. It's impossible to, to especially, especially in Europe now. You you can't just rely on just as you say that truncated gospel. You can't just help help them realize that you know they've got a few things in the wrong folders, but actually they've this is now actually there is almost no understanding of who 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 God might be or who God is or what the Bible is or anything else. Um and that and that so that the community, that friendship, that that's what that's where it happens. Yeah. I think that's ex- that experience and and also with the the whole concept with Alpha with the with the Alpha weekend is that you are enabled you're for offering for people those that want you never force anything on offer you're always offering you're never and it's not there's no forcing in any way but you're offering if people would like to be prayed for and actually as we know you know from doing stuff on the streets or anything else almost everybody is happy to be prayed for yeah. Yeah. um yeah. and and when you do people god breaks through and that's the experience the, the, i think that's and because Nicky always says that he never would have created Alpha as a as a way of, of um, for exploring faith, he had he I think he used to run a course called Agnostics Anonymous, which he said almost nobody came to, and nobody <laughs> almost nobody became Christians, and because and they were looking at all these metaphysical questions and everything else. But when he realized, when he realized, that's why he said he never created Alpha. Was, he didn't. It was he inherited it, and it sort of. He discovered that actually some of these non-Christians were coming on Alpha and they were coming to meet Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so it's that ex- expectation that, but also offering that experience of God. Like he said, never he'd never have put, you know, a weekend about the Holy Spirit on a, on an e- evangelistic course. And, you know, and for none of us, when we look at it and lots of our friends, you know, when they look at Alpha, oh, no, there's no way we could do that. But what it is, when we look at who the Holy Spirit really is, is the one that points people to Jesus. And he's the one that, in Raniero Cantalamassa's words uh, on the Alpha uh, weekend videos, he changes nothing, but he changes everything. (laughs) Mm. And that that is why I, you know, and I think in the evangel, you know, in the UK and Sweden and Spain, that's it's the experience that God knows and loves them. That's that's that that, and you hear again and again and again and again. It's on the Alpha weekend where people, people, where it changed.
2: So can I can I ask you a question about the Sorry. the component of of uh, when we think about evangelism, the idea that hospi- the role that hospitality has in breaking of bread in that process. So I'm not talking about doing evangelism. I'm talking about living evangelism. There's a, there, there is a difference. Um, but, but what is the role that hospitality plays? Um, and then I have a follow-up question to that. Uh,
1: I, I personally, I personally would love to hear your thoughts on that because I, (laughs) I, I don't think I'm good. I'm still learning. I still think I'm, I, I wish I was, um better I mean I have grown up my parents ran a charter yacht around the west coast of Scotland and I they took people people came sailing for 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 holidays and that's you know for five months of the year and so I watched hospitality and that's 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 partly why I, I don't know whether I'm good at hospitality or whether I'm it's just I've grown up with it and seen it but I do realize that How you welcome people, even how you smile, makes such a huge difference for people, and and it it, it is it's, it it truly is, and uh, physically and metaphorically, laying a table before somebody of, of of what could be, and it's giving them an option of what. To see what they could, what what's there, and I, I think hospitality is really love. That's mm. the most important thing, yeah. and that's why just seeing friends who are part of you know the the Love Your Neighbor campaign in the UK, um, that where they you know as soon as lockdown the first lockdown happened, they were you know doing food boxes and getting helping people get their prescriptions from the chemists and things like that and. It that I see that as much as hospitality, as as you know, inviting people into a great meal on Alpha or just having a dinner party with with friends or with barbecue in the front yard. Or, um, this because it's 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 just saying to people we see you and we care and we we we're not asking you for anything but we're we're welcoming you in. And so, and and I don't know if you saw that there was in the Daily Mail, there was a, there was an article where they, they did some research and the view of churches in the UK of how people positively view the church has increased by, it was about 15% um, yeah, yeah. Oh, since, since COVID because they've seen that, that love, that hospitality, um, hospital, you know, the, 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 yeah. the well, caring.
0: I, there there's real there's real vulnerability and risk i think also in hospitality as I, i've learned a lot about hospitality through my wife but also through you know working with pilgrims Cam, yeah uh, you know which camino sometimes the camino ministry up that in left Fuente to the feels a lot like alpha in some in some respects yes. there's some
1: yeah I, it uh, felt like a, it felt like a first night of alpha every night
0: yeah 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 exactly it's like a big big <laughs> fun party that would yeah but I'm, there's there's a there's a vulnerability or a risk because you're opening yourself up to people and you're giving away something so i, I there, there's something there I, I i think you're right i we maybe need to explore it some more I, I think i
2: think one of the i think one of the important parts about there's a difference between hospitality and manipulation so uh, yeah. doing 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 nice things as an ends to a mean because you know you can get people to do what you want. That's called manipulation. Yes. And why why it becomes hospitality at the Camino house. And I think why then it transfers – Alpha has made a culture of this. But the reason is – it it becomes plain at the Camino house because you can't get anything from anyone. You've only got one night with them and they're gone. So Mm. you don't need to say, okay, I've got to get something from this. It is just go. You are forced to give in that way. And that's hospitality. And I think Alpha has, has captured that or at least tries to capture it. Not every group's going to do it perfectly, but I think that's what we find here too. So I think it's, it's, it's fascinating to me is how much hospitality uh, Rosaria, butterfield wrote the wrote a book recently called the gospel comes with a house key and it's mm. her view of radical hospitality as a means to reach a postmodern world and mm. i do think that there's something there that is so key it's it's not it's not a magic bullet because even in her even in her idea of hospitality she talks about well yeah you, you create space over the dinner table just to process with people life and everything else. Well, so essentially what she's saying is let's take all the elements of, of, of alpha, right? I mean, that's what it is. You just invite people into life. But, but it seems to me that I, I don't, there's so much to that. And I, I, we were talking recently, Garrick and I with, um, uh, why am I blanking on her name? Sarah Blakeney, who, who studied millennials and, Mm. um, and, her learning was just pointing out that they're so much more authentic and relational and that what they want is the relationship over the truth. The truth is important, but they want to know also that the relationship and there is authentic authenticity there. And we do very well to remember that as a church uh, when we engage evangelism is not something it, it's interesting to me here in Sweden, the people who have seen the most people come to Christ are the people who no one would have suspected was an evangelist Mm. it's the people who just love people well Mm. so you know I can go down the line every you know lots of people think of me as an evangelist and I haven't I've seen very little personal fruit I've had a role to play but what we do really well is we've always had team outreaches. And what ends up happening is we'll have these parties of hospitality. And I know that at some point, someone in a corner somewhere or at the food table is going to be getting into the most meaningful conversation anyone's ever had mm-hmm. because they start listening and they get to know. And so there's this just these principles that that I think you kind of draw out from that. And so what I love about Alpha is that it creates that space we as a church need to continue to create that space for a world to to. Um, there's a great leader in crew in the U.S. who spent time in Italy. Gary Run is his name, mm. and he talks about we need to allow people to process the gospel. Yes. So are we giving them space to process the gospel? And I think that's really important as well. I
1: think that's so important. And I, but I, I think my my encouragement and what I I realize for for us is that we need to be enabling people and encouraging people to do that. You know, at all those, the three levels, the one on one in their homes, in their yeah. workplaces, yeah. you know, the one on one a bit. And then in your creating groups, whether that is dinner parties, whether that's sort of pub nights, whether it's alpha um, or or even in, in the big church or, you know, in the celebrations, of the proclamation that, that you're you need how we even talk about it is allowing people to process it with you or showing yep. people how, how yep. you're processing it. Um, I just, i'm definitely, um, I'm, I'm with that, that we have to allow people to.
2: And part, part of the authenticity model too, or not authenticity model, but the idea of being authentic is that a Christian still continues to process the gospel. Yes. I'm still that's trying to so figure important. it out because it's yeah. still a mystery to me. Yeah. And, th- and yeah. that's yeah.
1: so important <laughs> And that when, because this, you're, Completely. And Alpha, I think we had one person, um, Aaron, who her husband's one of the pastors here. She was helping me host an Alpha group and a guy who, uh, one of the guys in the church, they, they're best friends and he invited this guy onto Alpha. Uh, he, he, I know he'd been prayed for for at least 30, 40 years by oh, this, wow. this, this guy who'd invited him. And he'd never made a step of faith. He, when he heard Aaron, who, who, whose his husband is a pastor on staff say, I really struggle with all of this stuff too. And I'm mm-hmm. still not sure what I think. For him, that was the catalyst. Mm-hmm. They, they, yeah. He went away on a weekend, he was walking down a beach with his now wife. And he said, he suddenly went, I've, 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 I've made the step. I've, I realized I've—he um, just had this sense that he was now in a relationship with God,
2: mm, but it was
1: wow. he. He put it down to that catalyst—that's
2: yeah.
1: Aaron admitting that she didn't know everything, and that's another thing why Alpha. I think as a culture, it helps other people see that Christians are still working this stuff out. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's so we're, we, we're jumping again. So I'm, I realize that yeah, no. time. I don't. I don't want to. Yeah.
0: Well, I, as I was saying, we, we, need, we probably need to wrap up. But I've got two two more questions for you. Okay. So one, what what is I think what the maybe one of the most powerful life changes you've seen in your in your time in in Alpha? So one, so a story. Hmm. And then number two, uh, favorite sing- single malt uh, oh. to, to drink. <laughs> uh, so very, very, very similar questions. Or- it can no, be the no, same no,
1: beautiful, <laughs> b- beautiful spirit of the Lord working. Um, yeah. and, and uh, water of life, water of life. We should be here. And um, I'm black. I mean, I, there, there's so many stories. Um, you know, I just actually just saw um, an Instagram of a friend. Um, I, I, I was working at Holy Trinity, Brompton. I went north to to my home in Oban, and there wasn't an off course there. But uh, this lady who I, I got to know through some Christians up there, she she said, "Callum, when you come up, could you bring an invite to Alpha at HDB? Because my my niece in 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 South Wales is she's in a really." Tough place. She's in a really uh, dark place, and I, I didn't realize she was with a, in a not very good relationship. And I think she was even, um, yeah. She 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 was just you know in a very dark place. And she said, "I'm I'm." She knew Jesus when she was little, but she's run away from him. And I'm go- I'm going to send her a letter, and I'm going to invite her on Alfred. Um, and so. I remember praying anyway. I went back down to London. I was involved, and in then, in fact, I wasn't fully involved in that alpha. I but I got invited to the weekend away to help um, with a bunch of stuff. So I was on the weekend away, um, and it was on the it was a, a big alpha HDB alpha weekend away. And in the middle of the, they had a sort of full on dance disco on on the on the Saturday night. Loads of people it was in this big ballroom in this. Um, Butlins camp and so forth. and somebody I went out and was dancing with some friends, and this girl said, "Oh, Callum, so good to see you." And this girl suddenly stopped and looked <laughs> almost like she'd seen a ghost, and she went, "You're Callum." And this was the 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 my there's my friend and and her 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 niece, who had really had received that letter at the most you know with a heartbreaking time of her life. And she thought, okay, my aunt is inviting me on this. I'm gonna try it. This is gonna be one last thing of my try." And she come, she'd been an amazing group. And that that the, the week that day she'd given her life to Jesus. Wow. And she we met we met on the dance floor. <laughs> she then became, she then is a friend, and we she then ended up working at HTB. And oh, uh, wow. she she her testimony, she's just grown and grown. And then I got to go to her wedding, and now she's a vicar in, in a church in in but you know, when, when I first heard of her. She was as far away as you could imagine from the yeah. Lord. But then, so that's probably one of my th- favorite little what, what, stories. What's,
0: what's, her, what's her name? Um,
1: Jenny. 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 And I can't remember her married name now, even though yeah, I yeah. went to the wedding. Um, but she, um, yeah. So that's 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 one that's one little amazing. story. But just hearing other stories of, of friends, friends that come out of prison and stuff like that. That's, that's also as well. My, Michael Emmett um if you he's just produced a book he, he's one of the sort of guys that when alpha in prison first started in 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 the uk was because he invited he managed to get a team um he knew samantha fox who was a page three model and uh in in uh in in the uk okay. and uh his who was doing alpha and so he'd heard about this from his girlfriend and uh he's he asked he he found he thought, heard about hdb so he got the chaplain to phone up and talk about alpha because he'd heard about this alpha thing uh emmy wilson went down to dartmoor prison and the holy spirit came when they invited the holy spirit and uh he and his dad who were career criminals you know his dad worked with the cray brothers and stuff in oh, wow. london and you know he, and bec- they then got moved around from prison to prison and that's how alpha in prison start- got started and wow. so michael's just written a book it's been amazing to to see he's been out for 23 years and he's clean and um, he's, you know, that, it, stories God. like that. You cannot, you cannot, yeah, almost believe. Yeah, that mm. when it. Okay, so that's there's so many amazing stories, and because people say, say, oh, Alpha, you know, it's not for me, but you, we have to do something. There are so there is such need and in Dallas, Dallas is not a churchy city anymore. There's lots of churches, but there's so yeah. many people moving in from yeah. all over There's, And when in, you know, in Sweden and in Spain, there's, there are so many people, we have to keep on doing something. We have to, yeah. there, and now is the time and we have to, and of course there might be better ways. And when you find them, tell us, but we we have to create places for people yeah. to invite their friends to explore and and, and we need to keep praying. And we need to pray, pray, pray. Um, because, and when we pray, that's when we then re- re- realize that it's not about us, but we're inviting people to come and experience who God is and to be in a place where others are, are expecting him to. Um, so so that's what we should be praying for. And and I we need to keep praying. But Alpha has been, a it's, it's not Alpha, it's really, it's just because Alpha creates, with those, that mixture of things, creates a place for people to 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 hear about and experience jesus
2: so callum i i feel like this is one of those moments of where the disciples are talking to each other after jesus appeared to them on the emmaus road it's like we're 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 our hearts not burning within us uh (laughs) when he was talking and i i feel like just even just your your passion for the lost and the obvious fact that you walk with jesus is uh creates my heart burning yeah. uh so i thank you for your passion thank you for what you're doing with with uh alpha as well um we've we've actually we'll, we'll see where it leads but we've been talking as a little bit here in sweden about using alpha more and uh actually one of our local teams has just started an alpha group they were asked by a church to to run it and so we're we we're running it, but uh, anyway, may the Lord bless it, man. Uh, what was so? Thank you for joining yes. us, but we we we're not going to let you get off without naming the uh, the your your choice of single malt because I think Garrick, as a thank you, was going to send you that bottle. So <laughs> I
0: might bring I might bring you.
2: <laughs> one yeah. Well, that's
1: that's actually that's, that's actually easier. But, the, but my my actually what has become my favorite is the one. Whose chimney I could see at my bedroom window when I was growing uh-huh. up on on a wee island on the west coast of Scotland, which was just off the town of Oban. And okay. so Oban is just this standard Oban is is my is my favourite, and it's a really lovely uh, sort of in between of the 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 space ones, which was up in the northeast where they're they're much lighter and more floral, and they're the much more almost cigar smoke, thick, peaty flavours of of Isla and the, which is the, the island where the seven distilleries and the much more island as it's called. And so it's a it's a lovely combination. So it's got a bit of peat, but it's 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 slightly lighter as well. Mm. So that's it's it's actually my favorite. Um, and so that's mm. my that's my that's my go-to of a single malt. That's but I love McCallum. I love uh I love you know Bernhaven this they're they're all it's like who's your favorite child there's a lot of good
0: ones yeah yeah there's (laughs) a lot of good ones i've never tried oban so i'll have to i'll have to give it a
1: okay well i'll i'll I'll, I'll have to i'll have to next time we sit down we'll we'll have to have have a have a wee dram together so so good to meet you and likewise calm i look forward to i I I hope our paths cross man i hope so and um yeah um i very much would love to come back and when do you move to spain
2: uh lord willing august covid makes it's things bit, strange yeah. but but uh i'm determined and uh you know i think the country of spain will have us so uh yep. we're gonna we're gonna we're, we bring money in at the moment i think they're desperate for that so <laughs> <laughs> we're not a drain on the economy we're just oh a net positive <laughs> that's
1: so good anyway right, yeah. I very much look forward to it. and Garrett. yeah let us know when
0: when you yeah definitely and hey congratulations again on uh the, the new one coming and uh it's exciting callum thanks so much this is bl- just just a blessing and, and a lot of fun and uh we'll send you the link when it's up uh it'll be a couple of weeks probably but uh yeah but this this was great and uh i know very would be very encouraging for well it's encouraging for us so definitely uh, for our listeners as well so thanks
2: thanks callum